So I just finished door dashing for like an hour and a half and it was pleasant. I was singing to the one in a million album. I love my baby Aliyah and she's honestly really helped me step into my power recently. I've gotten more into Aliyah within the past year like I always knew of her and I always liked some of her songs but obviously because she's not on streaming services um I wasn't able to well yeah I guess I just wasn't as acquainted as I could have been with her music but then I started listening to like all her songs on YouTube downloading them and studying her researching her and she is just so so inspirational she was such a star she was so resilient she was so gorgeous she was so poised she was so mature and she is just such a huge inspiration for me yeah <laughs> so i've been trying my best to burn through blockages and challenges particularly particularly ones that keep me from reaching my highest potential and reaching fulfilling my potential basically reaching my highest self my biggest struggles when it comes to this when it comes to self-sabotage is limiting beliefs and mindsets that were never mine to begin with these mindsets are rooted in insecurity scarcity and lack and they were projected onto me by my family members as well as society. I was always... Hmm. In my opinion, I always felt like I was unseen and unheard and misunderstood. But in reality, I think I was recognized as the star that I am. I think I... People recognized my light and my divinity. And unfortunately, it triggered them to the point of... wanting to make me doubt myself. Which is very sad to think about, you know? And I, and I guess it, this was such a, a hard realization to finally get to because I didn't want to believe that, you know? I don't want to believe that the people who I thought were here to, you know, love me and build me up and help me grow were essentially, like, my biggest haters, like... And I still love them, you know, and everything that they've done to provide for me, you know financially, physically, and as much as they could emotionally and mentally. But yeah, it's just really unfortunate that since I was a little kid, the people who were around me would see my divinity, feel my light, and instead of nourishing that or pouring into it or appreciating it, respecting it, they pretty much did everything in their power to put me down And 
When it came to me becoming an adolescent, there was even more pressure because I guess how I felt was that when I became like 12, I became the enemy because like automatically I felt like slut shamed within my family unit because the way they were treating me was just so I hadn't noticed that um, there was any type of inequality between the genders in my home I didn't notice that because I was allowed to hang out as a little kid like go to people's house and have playdates and stuff and I didn't realize like I thought that my family was reasonable with how much they let me hang out with people until yeah I turned 12 and they just tried getting so strict on me and I was just so confused because I was like what changed like if my brothers get to do every single thing they want why can't I go out like and I was able to go out like just two years ago when I kind of wanted like as long as like you knew where I was and stuff so it was just strange to have them be so on top of me in that way and then also I think my family they had the best intentions for so basically I'm a bastard and my mother has never been stable in any sense of the word she's never been mentally emotionally financially spiritually stable as far as I've existed. So my older siblings, my oldest brother and my oldest sister took it upon themselves to help me and my two brothers who are older than me to help raise us. So they moved us into this two family home in the suburbs and I guess to them that meant that we were like saved like we were destined for greatness and it's true it is a humongous blessing and I am so 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 grateful every single day that I have been blessed with all the abundance and the comfort and the safety and the protection that I have I it, I've always been so grateful for all the sacrifices that my family has made for me and all the time and the energy and the effort that they have put into raising us but nobody's perfect and that's just that nobody's perfect so I felt very neglected emotionally and I guess mentally if that's a thing like my needs weren't met in a lot of ways, although, you know, obviously some were. Uh, I never had a room to myself until recently, till I was like 20 and I moved back um, to my family's home from college. It's uh, This is the first time I have a room to myself. Um, so I had to share a room with my mother, who, as I just said, has been unstable my whole life growing up and she was a lot less healthy and stable the younger that I was I feel 
And when I turned 12, I think that also triggered her because she is a survivor of domestic and sexual abuse. And she has never done any healing around that or seeked any help. So she's she was like petrified of men, but she took that out on me in like a slut shamey way just like anything I wore like she would just slut shame me and it was like what do you mean I look like a hoe like you guys don't buy me hoe clothes like I barely even have clothes like what are you talking about like this is just how I look now and baby I'm kind of rambling but sharing a room with her and not having any privacy um, growing up was extremely traumatizing and tormenting because she was just so mentally, psychologically not okay. And every day felt like hell. Um, my as a result my my apartment was very like messy dirty hoardy like my room was completely cluttered and hoarded like our room uh i had no space to be alone i had no space to like you know work on any art or anything um and that was the only thing or that was like what i loved to do most as a little girl i loved to dance i loved to sing i loved to draw i loved to color i loved to paint I loved making arts and crafts. I liked, like, um, designing clothes. I loved doing it all. And then as I grew older, I mean, I never really had... Yeah, as I grew older, I just... I felt like my my older siblings tried to pressure me into being, like, a perfect... Like, their dream child. But I'm pretty sure I have... I had and have, currently, undiagnosed, you know mental illnesses um i'm pretty sure that i have undiagnosed adhd just based on research definitely have dealt with depression and anxiety so living up to these expectations just wasn't possible for me and they made me feel really bad about myself they made me feel really stupid um really stupid which is really sad and i had people like it was they they thought that it was tough love but it was really just bullying the shit out of me like I'm the youngest of six so like my older siblings just bullied the shit out of me and just thought that that was love for some reason so they would tell me that I was stupid um they'd tell me that I was dramatic or that I was overly emotional like I would be like four years old crying because obviously somehow my needs aren't getting met and I'd have like a 26 year old man screaming in my face not to cry no shade see I'm not not trying to come for anybody but like and then they would be proud of that though they'd be like yeah after that you just stopped crying like what like how is this how is that's not like something to be proud of like I stopped crying at like four years old because you were screaming back at me in my face not to cry Um, this is like all over the place. I'm so sorry. But my point is, around 12 years old, 
I was severely depressed. I had no interest in doing anything because I just had so many responsibilities from my older siblings trying to make me into this perfect person that I just couldn't be. And I couldn't be this perfect person because, yeah, I live in the suburbs. Yeah, I have um, more resources than you did growing up. But it's like, that's not everything. Like, I, my mental and emotional health is crippling because my mother's emotional mental health is crippling and I share a room with her and all of us are traumatized in our own special way it was it's just kind of like the blind leading the blind or as far as like yeah like emotional development psychological development I guess and I really gave up on everything that I loved so I loved dancing I couldn't really afford dance classes but they did invest in um like a year of dance classes, I was very thankful, but then I had no place to practice dancing at home because most of my apartment was carpet, and then, I don't know, it was just so crowded, like, I think it was five people living in a two-bedroom apartment, so it was just really crowded, and I just felt embarrassed dancing in the living room because there was always someone there, and the only place that there was wood floor for me to dance, it was in the kitchen, and that's embarrassing because there's always somebody there, and if, like, my brother's friends have walked in on me like dancing my heart out singing my heart out in the kitchen and then I just have to like die of embarrassment so I gave up dancing I gave up piano I used to play piano I went to lessons and I don't know I guess the way the teacher taught it wasn't the way for me and I was pressured to like practice a lot at home and that just took all the fun out of it and then I would I would be forced to practice at home practice at home and then go to class and my teacher would tell me that I didn't practice so then I would cry and and then she would have to tell me to leave because she'd be like girl why are you crying and I'd be like because what the fuck bitch like I'm trying my best um yeah so I gave up drawing I gave up piano I gave up dancing, I gave up writing, I remember wanting to write, like, yeah, I started writing my first book as a kid, and then again, my oldest siblings, like, took all the joy out of it by trying to, like, schedule, put me on a schedule to, like, when I have to have these many pages finished or these many pictures drawn, and then it just sucked all the fun out of it because it made me anxious and it made me not want to do it anymore. So I stopped writing, I stopped singing, I stopped watching TV. We didn't really have cable, but then eventually we had like Netflix and stuff and I just, all I wanted to do was sleep. I hated myself, I hated my thoughts, I hated every second of my life. I would wake up, get into an argument with my mom about, you know, just get like every morning we had to fight and it was basically, I mean, yeah, pretty much abusive, I guess, because, you know, she's slut-shaming me, calling me a hoe, calling me a slut, calling me a prostitute, and I'm just trying to get ready for school, and then she's beating me on my way out the door because I'm a prostitute, and then I have to go to school, like, miserable, angry, because I just had my mother beat me and call me a slut the whole morning get to school and then I would just I never felt that I fit in anywhere even though I I guess I was popular but I think it was more so just because I lived in the town that I lived in my whole life and because 
I'm attractive, like I'm cute and I've been cute, so everybody just knew me and I was cool with everybody, but I didn't really have any real solid friends or anybody who I could tell my feelings about. And I learned at a pretty young age that like, at least where I grew up, I guess people don't have experiences like me and they don't come from quote unquote like broken homes like me, I guess. Um, just because I always felt uncomfortable like since I was a little girl I learned that like people aren't just bastards around here I guess like if their parents were separated that means that they were either divorced or something but yeah like I just always felt uncomfortable at an early age I learned that the people around me were different from me Uh, I guess because they weren't lower income families or because they I don't know. I don't know why they were different from me. But, yeah, I learned that expressing and sharing about my family dynamic and about the things that I was going through at home kind of made my friends uncomfortable because it was too much for them and they weren't qualified and they didn't, I don't know, they were just also young and they just didn't know how to handle what I was telling them. So I learned kind of to keep everything to myself because I felt that when I did express myself to my friends, they were never able to hold space for me in the way that I needed or comfort me in the way that I needed. And they kind of ended up making me feel even more ostracized and more alone than I would have felt if I had kept it to myself in the first place. So I learned how to do that. And yeah life was hard from like 12 to 15 I was just extremely depressed I would just sleep all day do my homework in between classes come home sleep come home sleep come home sleep but that extended into my adulthood as far as like the strained creativity and it's sad because I always knew that my purpose in life was to create I always knew I was an artist And I secretly knew that I was a star. I always knew that it broke my heart not to draw. It broke my heart not to read. It broke my heart not to write. It broke my heart not to dance and sing. Not expressing myself broke my heart. But I was just so comfortable with having a broken heart. I almost feel like I was born with a broken heart. You know, being the product of my parents. I feel like I was born with my heart broken and I was just so addicted because it felt so comfortable. It felt so safe to be heartbroken. So I kind of learned how to constantly be in constant heartbreak. And that also extended into escapism when it comes to my romantic life. But I always had like this inner wisdom that knew that I was emotionally unavailable and like this inner guidance that I kind of just followed that made it so that I protected myself when it came to those things like I never I I, am 22 years old and I've never been in a real relationship and you know everything happens for a reason but as far as growing up like as an adolescent I kind of just knew that 
I had so much on my plate that I was barely able to handle that if I added a boy into the mix, I would explode. <laughs> like, I was not going to be okay. And I also knew, like, I grew up in a small town, so everybody, like, dated and fucked everybody. And I just didn't want to be a part of that either because everybody was in everybody's business. And that was just really disturbing. And I just, I just, I always knew I was too good for that. Like, that was not for me. So, yeah, luckily, I stayed out of that. But I would always have a crush. Like, I would always subconsciously choose the most unavailable, amazing person that was around. And I would become infatuated with them. And I would have an unhealthy-ass crush for them. And that was my version of escapism and constant heartbreak again. Like I was just constantly searching for unrequited love um, and then constantly breaking my heart by acting like I'm not a divine vessel, by acting like I'm not brilliant, by acting like I'm not talented or worthy of being happy. That was where it stemmed from really was a feeling, a deep feeling of unworthiness. I'm unworthy of feeling happy. I'm not supposed to feel happy. I'm not like I was always told that I couldn't have a career being an artist. That art wasn't important. So and I never felt inspired because I was just always in pain. Like growing up with my mother, it was like watching the person that I love most in this entire world just disintegrate in front of me every single day like watch her self-sabotage every single day like in my face and I can't get away from it and that was so painful and I, it made it so much easier for me now as an adult to forgive her because I knew that there was never any malicious intent in her heart I knew that I know that she did her absolute best every moment and it's and I know that it was it felt like torment and it felt like hell but it's made me stronger and it's made me who I am today and it's made it's definitely made my empathy like I don't even know <laughs> I have so much empathy now just Although it was an unfortunate situation growing up, I feel that I know her more than anyone else on this earth. And she really, really trusts me. And she doesn't trust anyone. She's extremely paranoid. So that's, that's just beautiful in itself. Her middle name is Soledad, which means loneliness. And she always felt that that was her curse. And I feel that it kind of... I noticed at an early age that I was always lonely too. And that... I feel like that curse kind of extended into me and my life. But I have chosen to make it my power in the way that she could never. And, I, you know, I hope that she does. But so far, she hasn't. And that's why I've made it my, my life's mission to make solitude my power. You know, in, in solitude, I shine and in solitude I grow I'm really all over the place
My points. Where is it? Where is my points? Uh, watching my mom disintegrate in front of me every day. Yeah, that was extremely painful. So there's just so many factors as to why... And then, obviously, being a bastard, just nobody else in my house uh, ever really acknowledged that abandonment wound. So I never really acknowledged that abandonment wound, and it almost felt to me like, how could somebody who has been absent the entirety of my life, somebody who has, has not done shit for me, who easily has not spent over $500 on me and my 24-year-old brother, over, over $500. There's no way he has spent over $500 on me and my brother, who is also his child, in our whole lives. Like, how can someone who has been so absent have control over me? Like, that's what had me sick. That's what had me, like, nah, like, I can't focus on that. Like, <laughs> that's, like, it just made me feel so weak. Like, how could you have any type of control over me when you haven't done shit for me? When you haven't done shit for me, you haven't been there for me. That would have me fucked up. And honestly, I've just recently... Um, I've just recently been treated like shit again. <laughs> by someone who I triggered. By someone who initially saw my light and was attracted to it. And was like, wow, she's so amazing. And then got to know me more and was like, damn, she makes me feel insecure. Fuck. Like, I feel inadequate. I feel fucking like a loser. And I'm like... I didn't even try to do that. <laughs> like, I feel like I am confident in the most humble way possible. Like, I know my worth in the most humble way possible. And on this journey of recognizing my truth and my power and standing in it and establishing boundaries and standards and expectations that are uncompromisable, this is the first time that I've experienced um, someone treating me like shit since I've done that. So... Oh, yeah, I'm so humble. I mean, like, yeah, I'm confident, but I really... My shit doesn't not stink. <laughs> you know, and I'm a, a deeply flawed and fragmented individual just like everybody else. I just try to be as self-aware as possible and work on myself as much as possible. But, yeah, so somebody... I triggered someone recently. And... They triggered me because I realized that I started feeling crazy. Like, I started feeling like I needed their validation. And it was like, yo, like, you guys went on one date. Like, you barely know them. But this was when I was only slightly triggering him. Then I triggered the shit out of him by, like, you know, standing in my power, standing firm. Um, but basically, I'm really thankful for that situation, that connection, because it's done. You know, it, it ended as soon as it started. It was cute, you know. Thank you. Um, it definitely made me research my abandonment wounds and my attachment style. And I've learned that I have a dismissive, avoidant attachment style. I also feel like I kind of have, like, fearful avoidant characteristics and yeah i'm finally acknowledging my abandonment wounds i feel like i kind of have um, abandonment wounds from the family that did raise me but obviously from my biological father and i feel like these are the are the last 
challenges that I have to get through while stepping in my power like the last things I need to really work on obviously they're not going to be it's not going to be overnight that these areas of my life are healed but I'm really grateful for this connection with this um, person that I went on a date with where they they saw me for all that I was and it was like sweet and cute until they felt like they weren't enough and they tried to project that onto me instead of being transparent like hey I don't know if I could do this because I don't think we're on the same page as far as like where we're at in life and in our own development and stuff you know instead just try to like project it onto me that I'm not good enough that I'm not worthy that I'm not worth the time just because my standards and my expectations and my boundaries are all high like no papo you can't you can't do that you can't do that because I'm not silly because I'm not insecure because I've been working I've been doing the work papo and it's just unfortunate that people even try to do that but you know I don't really like dating so that was the first time I put myself out there in a while and it could have been worse I guess um I know that my true love is on their way I love you so much bae wherever you are illy I'm working on myself for you love you so much uh what else do I have to say how did I even get on that oh yeah my so yeah I've been working through my limiting mindsets beliefs that were projected onto me by my family and by society by doing shadow work digging deep into it digging deep into specific situations that hurt me and my emotions meditation uh, healing and loving my inner child being the person that I wish that I had growing up pouring into myself pouring into my interests and I do this all these are all baby steps these are all baby steps I set tiny little goals and eventually those goals build up the momentum that I need to tackle the larger ones or the bigger picture. But I don't do too much because I know that I am prone to burnout and I know how bad burnout hurts and how recovering from a recovering from a burnout is fucking exhausting. That shit is draining and just burning out in general it's so stressful especially while having no resources or a type of help like I've been doing this shit all alone like as far as like dealing with my undiagnosed mental illnesses and like whatever the fuck else is up with me and my brain this shit is hard this shit is rough and I've been doing this shit alone my whole life so I no longer push myself to the point of burnout I have been mastering discipline and flow for the last year and it is so 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 refreshing to just do what I can be as disciplined as possible put in the effort and then surrender to faith surrender to my spirit team and just know that everything will be taken care of I'm gonna get to exactly what I need to get to today everything that I need to accomplish today will be accomplished and I don't have to stress it all I have to do is follow my heart follow my inner wisdom follow my inner guidance and I know I'm gonna be straight and that is so so beautiful and that has been so challenging for me as someone who suffers with anxiety 
and my worthiness was so connected to productivity and to like societal standards like work so knowing that I am worthy and deserving of all my dreams and desires coming true by just existing by just being divine and reminding myself that I am so much more than enough and I always have been just breathing sleeping eating shitting I am so much more than enough by just breathing by just being I am so much more than enough and I always have been um yeah shadow work and affirmations affirmations go so far for me as when it comes to my mindset and my belief systems just I love it I'm so thankful affirmations are my babies and just find also finding affirmations like on YouTube and just researching as much as possible as I can through reading books articles Twitter anybody like everybody is my teacher anybody who can be my teacher is my teacher podcasts YouTube videos just learning as much as I can about me and my interests and my development has really helped me to burn through these obstacles and challenges and has really helped me to affirm who I am and to claim my power and to to use my voice to claim my power and take it back and claim and dig deeper into my truth and my authenticity every single day and the more that I am in alignment with my spirit team and with my spirit my own spirit and my own heart everything is so much easier for me and everything truly does unravel effortlessly for me so I'm so thankful I'm so blessed I'm not done but I'm taking baby steps and I have started to tackle some of my bigger projects that I have upcoming you know that I've wanted to do for a while either months or years um I've been singing again I've been dancing again I've been drawing again I've been painting again I've been writing every single day I read every single day I meditate I do yoga I ride my bike I exercise like I walk I go to the gym I did kickboxing, like, Groupons, like, you know, a month or two ago. I want to take salsa classes. I love dancing. That's been one of the harder ones. And singing. I sing way more on my free time, so I'm thankful that I do that. But as far as, like, excuse me, studying, like, singing techniques and stuff and how to actually sing, I could do better, but, you know, baby steps. So far, I've been watching and doing, like, singing exercises once to two times a week so you know what I'm trying and I'm getting there I just started a business plan because I've realized that I cannot and will not sacrifice myself and my time anymore any longer I have been working since I was 15 and I'm fucking tired and you know what I'm I don't mean this to say like I'm better than anybody or I deserve better than anybody but I just know my worth and I know what I bring to the table and I know what I bring to a company and I know that my time is valuable and I just can't work anymore if it's not nourishing my mind body my soul my spirit you know all that I need everything nourished I need everything stimulated I need to know that I'm growing and learning while I'm getting paid and I've been guided to entrepreneurship and tackling that entrepreneurship while having all these limiting beliefs and this unworthiness and these insecurities that are not even mine 
that shit seemed impossible, but I am burning through it. I just started a business plan and I am, you know, my spirit team, universe, ancestors, angels is guiding me and has been putting, you know, so, so many, um, confirmations in my path. So many, uh, so much, como se dice, I don't know just been telling me that I'm doing good, you know, so much support, you know, so much unconditional love and support has been shown to me through my spirit team in the 5D realm. And I'm just so, so grateful. And I'm so thankful. Um, because they really do show me signs as to what I should tackle next. And I know on the outside in the 3D world, I may be looking like I'm a bum, or I'm not doing enough. But bitch, fuck you. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna be fine. And yeah, I have a bunch of like side hustles now and I'm working on more side hustles because I do have so many skills and talents that I can monetize that I haven't just because I kind of quit everything like a year ago. Like um, I like I was very creative on a digital level um, from my freshman year of college to like when COVID hit, I... I was like a visual artist so I doubled into all types of things like visual editing graphic design animation sound photography editing all that all that all of it um so I stopped everything because I just felt uninspired and I felt like I didn't know what I wanted to do or who I was so it's like how can I create when I don't even know who I am and when this shit feels like torture like I'm not I didn't do this shit I didn't get into this shit for this shit for this shit to feel like torture like I'm supposed to love what I do I, I want to love creation um, and that's when I noticed that my really unhealthy relationship with creation and production was rooted in my relationship with myself that stemmed from my relationship with myself and I had neglected myself for so long that I didn't even know who I was I, that I had transformed so many times and I never got to meet any of those versions of myself because I was so busy work work working I was so busy um, being a full-time student with my work-study job and my normal job, you know, like, I always had a real job on the side and my internships and being in clubs and trying to be a friend to other people and trying to be a good family member and shit. Um, yeah, I got lost in the sauce, in the matrix, and since I've had this, the luxury, the privilege of having a roof over my head and my five basic needs met without having to work I've luckily been blessed with unemployment um yeah I dropped out because it was it was not in alignment with who I was and who I was becoming my family gave me shit for that they think I'm a fucking loser okay congrats whatever they think I'm gonna die whatever uh they have kind of threatened me to like kick me out of the house if I don't work and um or go to school at the same time but I'm not scared if I get kicked out I get kicked out I know that spirit is on my side I know that my spirit team is going to protect me I know that I am always divinely safe and protected so that doesn't scare me no more and it did scare me so this is what like shadow work does and affirmations do and just pouring into myself and loving on myself and my inner child and fulfilling my potential every single day even if it's baby steps when I fulfill my potential daily, I am honoring my highest self and I am healing my inner child and I am living in the present and I am loving my present self. So acting through radical self-love has been so transformative to the point where 
I have released so many fears. I have released so many doubts. I have released so many anxieties in such a short time, in my opinion, in like two months, maybe even less than that, by just really, really trying my best and really trying to listen to myself and be in tune with myself and be grounded in my own energy and my own spirit. I am so, so thankful for how far I've gotten and I'm so thankful for all the assistance and the love and the guidance that I've had for my spirit team and I'm so excited to keep creating and keep doing what I love and keep digging deeper because yeah a lot of people maybe from the outside they would feel that I haven't gotten anywhere and that what I'm doing is silly and you know my inner child healing and my reparenting is silly and blah 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 but listen I'm always about my bread I'm never not going to be about my bread but this is the first time that I and I have my work ethic offends people like when I'm on my shit when I really really am dedicated and devoted I offend people I mean, I offend people just by existing, but my work ethic is crazy. Hello? Yeah, sorry, someone called. My work ethic is crazy, but I've never worked towards my dreams because I never thought that I should. So I've never worked towards my dreams. And I've never worked in alignment, like, mindfully or intentionally with my spirit team. I have manifested things in the past without knowing that I was working with my spirit team, kind of. But I've never worked towards my dreams, put in hella stupid amounts of work and effort and dedication and discipline towards my dreams while being supported in the spirit realm i've never done that in my whole life so this is my first time doing that and knowing that i'm truly a hundred percent supported and that karma is on my side just because i have these weird like abandonment wounds and attachment issues or whatever style it is scary for me you know it is scary for me and i'm so like used to self-sabotage that it's like ooh. I have to stop that like damn <laughs> obviously just leaving your comfort zone is scary but I've been doing it and I've been taking baby steps to make sure that I don't get overwhelmed and I'm just so grateful for where I am today and I am so excited for where I'm gonna be a week from now two weeks from now I'm so excited for where I'm about to be tomorrow I'm just so so thankful and I hope that anything that I said today could be of any use or any comfort to anybody who's listening I love you so so much you are so much more than enough. You are perfect. You are the perfect you that you could be in this moment. And you are a blessing to humanity. You are so powerful. You are so beautiful. You are so divine. And you are worthy and deserving of success and wealth, whatever that means to you. Have a beautiful day or night. Mm -hmm. Bye.